What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verdi here with another solo episode. We're going to talk about some of the weaknesses of a social media strategy, these signs that your strategy can use some work. Now, we're not only going to talk about what not to do, but we're also going to follow up with some insights that can make your social media strategy a bit better. So whether you feel like you need help with your strategy or you're feeling confident about it already, this episode is going to help. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast for more episodes so you get frequently updated and also leave a review if you happen to enjoy. Now, the first sign of a weak social media strategy is a sole focus on followers and engagement. I think we've shifted, at least more brands are shifting away from a follower-focused model and shifting to engagement. We haven't seen as much activity lately where people buy fake followers just to pump up their profiles for whoever's going to see their profile and be like, wow, you've got X amount of followers. You're pretty impressive because you have X amount of followers. And then you look at the engagement and the numbers aren't quite there. So I think we've shifted away from an exclusively follower focus. I think a lot of people have made that jump, but the engagement is another area that can cause distraction. So if you're aiming for a certain number of likes, or if you're only looking at comments and you're seeing that we're getting comments, this is good, we're getting interaction, you're only focused on that, there is still a problem with your social media strategy. Because every social media strategy at its core is how do I make money? You're doing anything in business to make money. And social media, it is a great place to provide value. It is a great place to provide free content. But then how does that translate into sales? How does that translate into clients? If you don't have answers to those two questions, you should look over your social media strategy, see how you can better answer those questions, and then adjust accordingly. You can include call to actions in your content to drive people to your website, to drive people to schedule a strategy call or an appointment. You can post video snippets or quotes of client testimonials that pretty much show you're awesome and you're able to deliver this great result. But it's important to look at your strategy and shift away from a followers and engagement model and see what is happening on this platform. Are people only staying here or are they exploring the deeper parts of your digital ecosystem. The second sign of a weak social media strategy, it kind of taps on the first weakness, but it's that you don't get people to visit your website. The website is where a lot of the magic happens. It's where people learn about your brand in a zero competition environment. On social media, they're going to see your post. Barely any scrolling later, they're going to see someone else's post. And a lot of people on social media, the way they use it, they just scroll, scroll, scroll. So it's very easy for your post to quickly disappear or for them to get distracted by something else. When you get people to visit your website, there is no competition. It is just your content. Now, there is competition outside of your website. A lot of other brands have their websites. They have their social media. But when someone is on your website, you have their full attention and it's easier to get them to subscribe to your email list or buy your product or schedule a strategy call. 
So make sure you're using social media to get people to your websites. There is a benefit of bouncing people around your platform. You use your Instagram to promote your YouTube, you use your YouTube to promote your Pinterest, and we could expand that to any degree and cover any amount of platforms, but you wanna make sure you're getting people to your website. That website is your focal center point, and you have a lot of different roads, routes, and pathways that lead to your website. Those roads, paths, whatever, is about the social media platforms. Those are the paths that lead to your website. The third sign of a weak social media strategy is that you're on every single social network. We've had this message about being omnipresent, about being active on as many different social networks as you can be on, but the issue with that is time. And a lot of businesses, they don't have the time to be on all of these platforms. Unless you're hiring someone to post for you on social media, and then you have to measure the ROI of that, you're going to spread yourself too thin or spend more money than you should. So instead of being on every single social network consistently posting, it's good to dabble on all of them because then you get to see which ones work the best, but then focus on one to three social media platforms. I recommend more two to three, but some people they're good just focusing on a single platform. And then look for ways to reduce the amount of time you're on each social network. Content repurposing, one of the best examples of this. Basically, you take a blog post, a quote, you convert it into a picture, you have that picture in multiple formats, so it works for all of your social media profiles and you take that one piece of content and extend its mileage. That is the whole point of content repurposing. It makes it easier to be on several social networks, but you shouldn't be on all of them because some of them are wasting your time. Others are producing results, but they could produce so much more results if you spend more time on them. The fourth sign of a weak social media strategy, we talked about this a little bit earlier, you haven't reviewed your analytics. Analytics for any business, any endeavor, even outside of business, if you are not looking at your analytics, you have no idea how to improve yourself because you don't know what worked the best, what worked the worst, and everything in between. I'm a runner, I do many marathons, and I have all of my runs tracked since I believe August 2020. So I can go back and look at all of my training data leading up to a marathon to figure out which set of exercises, which set of tempos, which set of long distance runs, what was the scheduling that produced optimal results, what was the scheduling that produced least optimal results, and how I conducted myself in the race. Did I go out too hard and that's why I burned out? Did I, like, how did I pace myself when I raced really well? Reviewing analytics helps you in any endeavor. And if you are not tracking and if you are not receiving uh, these analytics and reviewing them, because some, a lot of social networks, they just give you some insights where you can see what is happening with your engagement, but you have to go deeper than that and see how is your website converting? How is your offer converting? How much money are you making? Those are the two things that keep businesses alive and allows them to serve more people and scale their efforts 
on more platforms. But if you are not reviewing your analytics, if you don't know your KPIs, what success looks like from a numbers standpoint, that is a problem for a social media strategy. The most important metric is ROI, but there's more that goes into that because some social media content, it's not designed to make money directly. It's designed to build trust. So all of your efforts for your social media strategy, you have to view all of those as one big lump sum instead of viewing the ROI of each individual post because you can't track every stage of the customer journey. Some people, they look at your social media posts for a year and then they decide to become clients. But if you are not reviewing your analytics in any way, shape, or form, you are losing valuable data and insights that can guide your strategy and help you serve your audience. Your analytics literally tell you what your audience wants from you. Make sure you look at them and adjust your strategy accordingly. The fifth sign of a weak social media strategy is that you struggle to implement it. Some people, they come up with these grand social media strategies that work very well in theory, but then it comes time to put in the work and you have too many different social media platforms in your strategy. You find yourself having to spend too much time on social media and sacrificing time that you could spend doing direct prospecting. There's a lot of different trade-offs that businesses have, and this results in a struggle for some business owners to implement their social media strategies. If you're struggling to implement it, cut down on the workload. It's better to implement a strategy that allows you to be consistently active, but not super active on one to two social networks than a strategy that is designed to work well, make you active on all the platforms, but also only works if you hire five people. So make sure that when you create your social media strategy, it is actionable and it is reasonable. You know what you have to do. It's not going to be overwhelming to make it happen. Once you get through these hurdles for your social media strategy and you focus on getting people to your website, you look at overall ROI, how is your social media strategy contributing to web traffic and sales, building trust, and you're continuing to look at the analytics to figure out what works best for you without getting overwhelmed with too many options, that gives you the greatest chance of success on social media you get rid of these common weaknesses, you're able to figure out what are some of the more nuanced weaknesses that may specifically apply to your strategy and fix them accordingly. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Shoot me an email. I always love to hear from you guys and make sure you subscribe for more episodes like this if you haven't already. Until then, hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one.